on last week's Irrevelations. It's uh, it's time to f*** it up. You know, we're going to have a big-ass festival, and uh, we're going to bring God home. If anything bad ever happens to you, it's your fault. If anything good ever happens to you, it's because I did it for you. You stupid-ass poor. Listen to oh, me. Oh, God. He's like, yay, God's living with us. And then, like, God shows up, and he's not as cool as you thought he'd be. So let's talk about the slavery involved. That's what the Bible wants to talk about now. I just would imagine Israel and Egypt are friends for life. And it says, Solomon answered all her questions. Nothing was too hard for the king to explain to her. This is the first ever recorded example of a mansplaining. Oh, Solomon with your solid gold temples and your immaculate slaves. And like, here, have some money. Before we turn to the world, I would like to... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer. Lord, speak to me. And then we, of course, have something that's not new, but it's new to me and I'm really excited about. And that's that I found out there is a uh, MAGA-themed um, uh, drag race. What do they call it? Drag? Yeah, right? I think drag, called drag show? Queens, yeah. Drag show. Not a drag. I don't understand. I don't understand drag culture. I have no idea. I, I, are they gay? Are they not gay? Are they I just dudes who cross dressers? I don't. I think there's a lot of overlap with the gay community. Um, probably. I don't. Think a lot, that. a lot. I mean, it's not a, like you know uh, Greenwich Village and all that, and and yes. New York is where a lot of it spawned from. Um, but what is fascinating, right? What is absolutely fascinating is the idea of a MAGA themed one. When I feel like. There's not two things more diametrically opposed. What they should do is they should try to uh, take their show into a library and do it in front of children. And see. Well, I was going to say, I feel like the <laughs> number one platform, there's two, actually two platforms right. that make up, in my opinion, conservative wing of our, of our nation. Right. One is, of course, no abortions. And two sure. is, of course, uh, no drag. Well, I get no freaks. I think it's <laughs> nope. no freaks. Well, yeah, to put it in their terms, get rid of sure. the fucking weirdos. I mean, because yeah, it's just no freaks. I mean, I mean, I've never been a sh- I've never been a fan of it, but I but mean, drag, the, drag yeah, stuff. I just, I, just I find it. I mean, I, 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 it, I put it into the category. I put a lot of things where I am like disturbed by it a little bit. Like I don't like looking at it. Like if I if it comes up, like if I watch like RuPaul's Drag Race, I'm like God, change it. Like ugh. But, oh, yeah, because it's it's very like caricature of womanhood. Yeah, you know, it's, it's fucking which is a weird. Lot. It's it's yeah, weird. Whatever. Um, but I don't care. I don't know. Do what you like. I yeah, yeah, absolutely do it. Uh, I feel like I feel like it would be fun to go to one one day. I'll go to a drag show. Yeah, it'd be all right. I mean, I don't know if I'd ever go to one. I, I have no yeah. interest in it. I'm fine with it. I just have no interest. Yeah, sure. That's a lot. Like, it's like gay porn. Not a fan, <laughs> but you do whatever you like. You fucking stick yeah. your, you know, have fun. I don't care. Would you go? Should we go? I don't know. I'm just not interested. It seems like a weird. It seems like what could it possibly be? Well, yeah. I'm what I'm trying to figure out about it is what's the audience? Like who's interested? Yeah. What like the Venn diagram? We're talking 
they're it's almost two tangential circles, right? <laughs> what? They just barely if you zoom in times fifty, there's a slight <laughs> over slice. I don't know. There's a lot of people that um, I don't know. I mean, I've met a lot of gay Christians. I've met a lot of um, gay Republicans, even. Yeah. Well, there are. Gay no, Christians. I've met they're less wrong. gay Republicans, but there's okay. The gay Republicans is fine because you know being. The Defense of Marriage Act is only a small part of, I guess, Republican. No, for but I mean, I, I I want a gay Republican to tell me why their love isn't valid. That's what I want. I want just I want someone to convince me. Hey, listen, my love is not good, and I should. <laughs> and I, fucking, I I mean, lately the I think the uh, Republican Party has realized that they have to stop being anti-gay because it's just not going to work anymore. Right. Um, there obviously are still a lot of them that are, but they're trying to like take it out of their talking points you know right. um it definitely still exists and I, I i feel like if i was gay i would be kind of scared to like go to a maga rally you yeah. know like that could end up with a stoning i don't know i don't know it's either that or they prop you up as see we like gays you yeah. know like I every mean, black person that goes at a maga rally has been photographed and put on some website i'm sure yeah, sure you know <laughs> um I, you know it's like um I, I don't know it's like the it's like the nerdy slut you know, like she's not good enough to slut with real people. She's got to like slut with the nerds. You know? Oh God! <laughs> you know what I mean, like, like what my my point is is like it, you'll treat them special to those guys. You know, sure. like to 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 the nerds, the nerd slut is like a queen. She couldn't pass off with the other one. So I feel like when you're like the when you're like the second or third black guy in the entire rally, boy, you must feel super special. You like, do. Yeah, you know, they're like, this is our this is ours. This is our one. This is look, we got two, three. See, we're not racist. We're yeah. not we're, we're not, not racist. that yeah. racist. We're yeah. not that racist. So I mean I, I what imagine a rallying it, cry. It, it's it, it'd be like uh it'd be like uh pretending you it'd be like, okay, you can't compete in your actual circle. So what you do is you reassign <laughs> and you go compete in a different one. Okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, my point just You know who I'm fucking talking about. <laughs> Shut up. My point just being that, uh, it is fascinating that a MAGA drag show even exists. It's in Salt Lake City, y'all. If you're listening, uh, if we have any listeners in the Great Salt Lake area, Greater Salt Lake area, um, they have, they have those. And, you know, we were talking with our friends kind of about this, and one of them brought up, well, yes, yeah, Salt Lake City has a kind of a big gay scene just because Closeted the state of... All the Mormons that are repressed, they kind of like end up there. Like it's like, right. uh, it's very progressive just because of that. Yeah, which is interesting to me that they're still conservative. Right. <laughs> apparently. Oh, well, I mean, again, you know, you're talking about your uh, your drag queen version of a uh, CCT Teffler. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Ah, know she's a, don't worry about. It. Google. Okay. <laughs> cool. Cool. You'll get the reference. Oh no. <sighs> well. You know, it takes all kinds. That's what I say. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, you know, you 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 were you were pandering to one group. You weren't doing so well. You find you got a competitive advantage if you just uh, compete in a different uh, different title. Work with those yeah. MAGA crowds. You're like I if mean, you're the, if you're like one of the two. I feel like I feel like drag queens must be primarily Democrat. Yes, because so, I mean, yeah. because until recently, uh, there were a lot of Republican candidates that would probably call for like imprisonment for sodomy so Death. that doesn't really jive so well with the gay culture <laughs> so good for her good for her for, for At yeah do you know what line. if uh 
Is it a her? I, I still don't. I don't understand. I, drag a queen. lot. Are well, there, a is lot it of, just a dude in a Obviously, dress? everyone has their. Here's my. This, this is about the wokest knowledge that I have on it. Okay. Is that uh, obviously everyone is a case by case basis. You never assume. You know, you right. find out if you can. But a lot of people will take on a female pronoun when they're in drag, but not when they're out of. It. But I mean, I don't know. So I think calling. Well, her name, she goes by Lady Maga when she's doing, by the way, we didn't mention that. We didn't drop that. We've been talking about this shit this whole yeah. time. Lady Maga, Lady Maga go, goes by a her, I think. But whenever she's not in drag, I don't think so. But who knows? I don't fucking care. Right. At the end of the day, right? Yeah. I mean, good for her. I don't know. I just, I just think she should pander to her base and do what they really want. You know, really give them what they want and fucking kill herself. Oh, <laughs> I was going to be you're going to say that. <laughs> that's ultimately the that's the take it to its logical conclusion lady maga yeah 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 uh-huh. i mean that's the end dream or go to uh go to one of those sweet conversion camps you know i saw yeah. a really good tweet today that was some girl talking about how yeah i have gay thoughts but i've learned to uh that you know as long as i don't act on them it's not a sin right and then some guy was in the replies and he's like you know after the 2008 financial crash the uh, stress turned me gay for a while, but I was able to work my way back. <laughs> <laughs> Unironically, it wasn't a joke. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we all have our weak moments. I, I, uh, I unfortunately, uh, I was bulk buying for the pandemic, you know? And yeah. I must have bought like fucking Fuck. six, six Fuck packets you. of... Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> I bought six packets of cookies. And I must have wolfed that shit down with a gallon of milk the second I got home. And I was like, oh, boy, that's that's the equivalent of me going gay for the weekend. <laughs> Eating six packs of cookies? Yeah, it was bad. I feel bad. I don't understand. I don't In the understand. same way I feel like, I mean, well, I did it off my boyfriend's boner, but other than that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I tend haggard that shit. Yeah. Ugh. One day I do want to address gay Christians. I don't understand it. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand well, Lady well, Mega. There's, there's a lot of, I mean, I, we have... The election's coming up. There's a lot of people where I'm like, shouldn't you know better? Why are you arguing this? Why is this your opinion? Aren't you... you Put your fucking brain on. But I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Probably. I'm not right about everything. You've never been uh, wrong that I'm aware of. (laughs) That'd be weird. Uh, Um, Do we want to talk about Elon or do we want to read the Bible? Let's just just quickly hit Elon because I do want to know your opinion. What is that? He's he's just gone crazy. He, I think it's securities fraud or whatever. I just saw I him post he, a photo of a unicorn and like he had a baby today or something, didn't he? Yeah. Wasn't Grimes about to have a baby? I don't know. That's weird. I tell you what, it's just another unwed mother popping yep. out kids from Boris some Johnson. immigrant baby, some anchor baby from Elon Musk. Boris Johnson's girlfriend just had a baby yesterday. I don't. I don't care about that. You, the prime minister of. Of Great Britain. I don't care about that. I care he, about Elon Musk's anchor he's baby. A, he's a single dad. to this dad. country. Oh, yeah. Not, wait, is Grimes not American? Oh, he's not American. He's not American. <laughs> he's that's not, true. He's an African-American, American, actually. I, I think that's the whole end game is he just wants to come here and use our fantastic health care yep. and pay our super low taxes. Pretty much. Buy, buy out our sweet Tesla companies. Right. Just stealing jobs. Yeah, taking away jobs from Edison, poor Ford and G. These immigrants. Yeah, I had a good Edison joke, but you stepped on it. That's yeah, okay. I'll take out it. your voice when I edit. <laughs> All right, um, I do that a lot. 
Speaking of speaking of unruly immigrants fucking up the country. Oh, okay. There's your tie-in. This week's know. episode of a Revelations podcast. Yeah, episode eighty-four. Uh, just steaming right along through First Kings. Uh, I'm Grant Devoist, and I'm Cole Deluski, and we are still in, like I said, the book of First Kings. We're picking up this week in chapter eleven. Yeah, eleven. What are we like halfway through this shit? I have no idea. I haven't read yeah. ahead at all. I don't know. In fact, we're ex- exactly halfway to, through. There's 22 chapters. It seems like it, it, it's hard to believe it's so well. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it when we get done. But we're we're gonna finish Solomon's story. Kind of sort of. Never. No, not at all. Not at all. Okay. Um, there's a book called Song of Solomon later. So um, weird. And there's a book called Proverbs that's like all of his wisdom writing. That we're gonna. We're definitely going to hit a sort of ending <laughs> to the story today, uh, but yeah, spoiler alert, geez. Um, so yeah, last episode we talked about how Solomon was like God's favorite boy at the time, and sure. he's building houses and doing great and paying off debts and just wowing the Queen of Sheba or some shit. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a weird spinoff, having Sheba come like another a queen, you know. Yeah. It was I, good I to know. see a, a powerful woman. Like, I was kind of hoping we were going to get that with Kim Jong-un's sister. Right. When, But he didn't die. I have so not followed. That fucking I have not followed Kim Jong-un at all. I would have gone to North Korea just to have a woman president. Right. I like people. Well, now we're back in cold opening territory, but <laughs> I, I would have liked. I like that people were like, oh, yeah, look, North Korea has a female leader before the U.S. How does that make us feel? I'm like, well, it's a fucking dictator. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to. Uh, like, oh, bravo, North Korea. You guys are so fucking progressive. I mean, I still. she, I stand her. Um, right. Okay, so, chapter 11. Now we're talking about. All the other women, and speaking of women, we're, we're talking about Solomon's unnamed wives. <laughs> uh, queens in their own right, I suppose, but only sort of. Do you think, okay, mm-hmm. you're a king, your wife is the queen. All right. You take a second wife, not a concubine, full-on wife. Second are they wife. each? Are they each half a queen now? Uh, I mean, they're like... I would say... That's like saying, like, is a Mormon wife, like, half a wife? I mean, no. are they half a... It's a full wife. A wi- the position of wife is not a position of power, right? You're a oh. co-president if you're a co-president. I don't think the queen has any power. These people can't make... Yeah, she does. They have you no think judicial she... fucking strength. No, they have some... I mean, I don't it's a think, queen. I don't think his wife can wage war. My, okay, they can just ask can. their fucking you're husband right. to do shit for Here's him. My, but they do wield power. Like, you, you walk through the streets, you're the queen. You can tell your subjects what to do. You can piss on people if you want or whatever. So, do you think that... To some extent, the more queens he gets, the more they're diminished. That's going to be important in a second when we talk about how many he has. <laughs> so, like, uh, is there a- Probably. I think there's a certain number. There, there's some asymptote of power okay. where when there's one queen, like some Cersei villain type, where you're like, ooh, don't yeah. fuck with her. But yeah. you're like, I will bend over and, yes, please, take take my daughter with you. She'll be your handmaid. Yeah, take, but her if to, there's, take her to Haiti or whatever. If there's hundreds of them just bursting out like Dalmatians, I, I don't know. I'm not going to, you know, they're like, like, what is queen number 70 going to get pissed off? What I would do is I would just play them against each other like I always do my bosses and coworkers. Where, like, yeah. queen 71's like, hey, I told you to get this done. I'm like, I'm sorry, queen 74 said I got to get this done. <laughs> if I was if I was more ambitious, I would probably try to get a Nobel Prize by determining the algorithm <laughs> that would show you the percentage of power queens had as a new queen. Because it's probably not, 
they don't go down to 50% just because there's two. They probably go down to like 75 each. Eh, you know? 75 each, 150 total? Uh, no. Um, well, not really, because they're never, they only, they each only have 75% of the power that a normal queen would. It's, it's not pro- really 150 total. It's probably an algorithmic sort based on uh, seniority. True. But true. cross. Pharaohs, but cross referenced against still, hotness. Ooh. You know, like, okay, yeah. I'm the old queen. I've been there forever. But that young one, 18, probably not as powerful as that 22 year old who's in her prime. That's probably peak queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's for sure. There's uh, yeah. Anyway, sex, what are we talking about? Sells. King Solomon? Well, we're talking about all his queens. Uh, so the point is that King Solomon, uh, the Bible tells us in right here in verse one of chapter 11, uh, loved many foreign women besides Pharaoh's daughter. He so he kind of had strange. like a fetish. Yeah. Yeah. Like some exotic. I get, get it. That, yeah, I get yeah. it. What do they call that? that makes- uh, arid, a xenophile. I was going to say shrublin fever. Okay, so he takes uh, wives from all over: Moabites, Ammonites, Edomites, Sidonians, Hittites. Sluts. Let's say real quick. Yes, uh, let's say real quick. These area: Moabite, Ammonite, Edomite, and Sidonians. Those are all basically within Israel. So calling right. them foreign is a little, eh. They're well, they're within. foreign in that, like, they're the wrong color and race. And I get religion. If that. I mean, they're all Edomites are the descendants of Esau. So they're, they're just <laughs> it's like Jews. It's like when a Jew dates an Italian now, you know. I mean, you're both kind of white, not really. But, you know, obviously one is better than the other. Okay, good, good, good. Ra- this is the new race science podcast that I've been wanting to put together, <laughs> not the Bible podcast anymore. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so the point is. That he marries all these women. I guess Hittites. That's a different. Hittites are real. Like unlike all these other made up races that are Whoa, just Bible wait, races. Perizzites and shit. Well, no, I mean Hittites actually happened. Like they 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 have their own history and shit. These well, other guys who, are just like the Edomites are known. We know who the Edomites are. They're only in the Bible though. They're not. I they're think kind of like eh. historical evidence. The Hittites not were as like cool a, as the Hittites. The Hittites were like a ancient power. Yeah. You know, they have their own books and shit we can read. We got to ba- base the Edomite knowledge off the Bible. Regardless, we're yeah. really getting to just, we're one verse in, fellas. So <laughs> buckle everyone, up. Everyone, buckle up. up the, the, whole, the, the whole point is that King, so here's the other thing that's mentioned. Uh, so let, let, let's get through the next couple of verses, then we'll come back and talk about it. Yeah. In a whole. yeah, yeah. King Solomon likes foreign ass. He just loves yes. it. He'll fuck yeah. the daughter of Pharaoh. He'll fuck the Moabites, the Ammonites, the Edomites, Sidonites, Hittites. He doesn't care. Cock and ass. That's what he does. Sucking yeah. fucking, he don't care. Yeah. The ripping and the tearing. Uh, so what's funny is that God had told the Israelites, do not intermarry with foreigners. So he'd already fucked up when he did it with the Egyptian princess, but right. that was important. He needed to, right? You right. got to make your alliances. But now he's just fucking trying to co- <sighs> fucking Pokemon it and collect them all. Right. Like getting every possible different. I feel like it's in for a penny in for a pound. It's like, it's like, so, okay, you got drunk on a business trip once and you yeah. cheat on your wife once. Obviously, the floodgates open now, and you're going to sure. definitely cruise the bar at the Applebee's across the street on Thursday nights. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, it's like Pringles. You know, you pop it open, right. you, you have to eat the whole goddamn can. Yeah. Now, uh, God had told us, do not intermarry. Sure enough, here he is doing it. Um, he had, let's get into the fun part, he had 700 wives of royal birth. Okay. What the fuck? 700 princesses. That's like the entire Disney catalog. That's that's some sisters in over. there. That's that's you just <laughs> oh, you yeah. just come in, "Hey, I've got seven daughters. I'll take your whole stock." <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Okay. So, what's weird is that he had 700 
princesses that he married to, and then three hundred concubines. That's so he absurd. literally he literally had more princesses than he had just like regular ass women. That's wild, right? A total of a thousand, basically, uh, women. It, let's face it; the, the, they're not. Um, what 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 diminish like level of diminished power are we at when you're one of seven hundred queens? When you're one of seven hundred queens, I think you get a discount at Hardee's. Yeah, like, so it's like being one of the troops. Yeah, it's basically. like being a. It's Sex like it's troops. like when you're. It's like being like a firefighter. You know. Yeah. Remember that one guy that, that we knew in high school that had that sex commandos video. That's what these. That's what these ladies are. They're sex right. commandos. Right. Sex the commandos. Troops. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, they get a discount. They um they get a free oil change. Um, I like. Let's do some math because I like math. So, seven hundred yeah, princess guy. wives, three hundred concubines. 364 days a year times 24 yep. hours is 8,736 yep. hours. Okay. So on average, he could only dedicate 8.736 hours per wife per year. In a year. In, In a, a year. year. And that's if he doesn't sleep or eat. It's if he doesn't sleep. If he does sleep, let's assume eight hours a day, that puts him down to 5,824 hours, 5.824 hours per wife per year. That's, I mean, that's barely a meal. Yeah. A couple meals. Uh, I, yeah. Honestly, I feel like I could almost, I could do that. Just if I, w- 1,000 wives, king, every every six hours, someone new cycles in. I'm a feminist. So if okay. I was, uh, if I was King Solomon, I would have some of the hottest dudes in the country. Right. And just keep them in the harem and let th- them blast the girls. Because I'm not going to be able to do it for all of them. Right. right? Yeah, there's, no, so, there's just no time. They I mean, if you split off. them out over five years, and you're like, okay, I won't be able to see you till June 2021. And she's like, yeah. all right, all right, I'll That's I'll what I'm saying. I would have some yeah. dudes. I'd have some real fucking studs come in. Take <laughs> okay. care of anything. You know? All right, okay. okay. Yeah. It's awfully generous of you. You just got yeah. a, couple, said, a, a couple of some big old boys. <laughs> Here's yeah. the thing. And are you going to be able to make all these women come? Let's be real. Do you got time for that? I, I heard that's what DJ Khaled does. <laughs> Oh, he has the belly power. <laughs> he just he just stands okay. the, he just stands in the back. We the best, and then <laughs> someone gets up in there. That's awesome. Uh, so it says that as Solomon grew old, his wives began turning his heart after other gods. Oh shit! Just like the Bible said was going to happen. Yeah. So he ends up following um, Ashtaroth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Molech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. Um, he's doing evil in the eyes of the Lord, basically. He's got all these different he also uh followed the like Moabite and the Yeah, well it's 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 a known fact. When you date trash women, they get you stuck in trash bullshit, their drama nonsense, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is funny because the Bible says he was not fully devoted to the Lord his God as the heart of David his father had been. So why did God choose Solomon to be the one to build the temple if David was so much fucking better? I don't know. I guess I guess David had technically killed a bunch of people, which somehow, yeah, who cares? Uh, I, I don't think that killing a bunch of Hittites is worse than banging a bunch of Hittites, not in God's eyes. Well, he didn't get in trouble That's for killing people. That's obviously what people. he's supposed to be doing. He only got in trouble for killing, like, his people. Well, no, I mean, I don't think... Uh, that's a whole discussion. David, yeah. according to David, didn't live a bloodthirsty life. He was always in self-defense, you know. Sure. So it wasn't sure. like it was his fault. He just 
I, mean, I don't know. Whereas, I mean, I don't think he accidentally banged one thousand women. He's not, you know. If you're going, Maybe. if you're going to try to hit Wilt Chamberlain numbers, that takes. <laughs> that's fucking, a life. That's a that's life a, that's, goal. You got to dedicate yourself to that. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty wild though that he had as many wives as women that I'll bang in my entire life. <laughs> okay, uh, weird so, flex, uh, but okay. But <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he did all this shit that his former wives did. He burned incense. He even offered sacrifices to these gods. So like he went all the way in. See, I don't know. I wonder. So it says that basically all these horror women turned his heart to other gods. Ashtoreth, I know we just talked about, but Ashtoreth, Milcom, Moloch, and Kamosh. Chemosh? Yeah. Chemosh, whatever. Um, Moloch, we've obviously heard of. It is specifically mentioned in the Bible as being like, hey, definitely don't worship this guy, especially because his worship is primarily concerned with the sacrifice of children. Chemosh, too. So I kind of wonder, do you think Solomon murdered some kids? Do you think that's part of it? I would hope so. I mean, otherwise, think about how many there would be. Because we're going to get to God's retribution on Solomon later this episode. And it's a little bit weird because if if Solomon is truly so evil, it's not just him banging strange. It's not just him worshiping other gods. It might actually be human sacrifice. Yeah. Uh, That's how much he loves these women, you know? I would like him a lot more, honestly. I like that it's also like like he really he Solomon clung to these in love. Like Solomon loves these women. Somehow he figured it out, you know. Like my Do parents think- told me they didn't even have enough love for two children, let alone one thousand <laughs> wives. Still don't. Still don't. <laughs> um, you know, you you have to wonder if the trope of like Jewish mothers wanting their sons to find a good Jewish girl is like genetic PTSD from this. <laughs> They're all just suit over there. Like Solomon did such a bad job of that that now that's like a goal. Yeah. I mean it's in the Bible. I mean I think yeah. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna stand beside these words, we understand that you don't date outside your race. Mis- Misogynies, <laughs> no good. Well we've had entire episodes of this podcast dedicated to the anti miscegenation messages of the Bible. So yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. So and in fact, Keep that we're in about mind. to talk about something with that, but not until the next chapter, so I'll hold off. Um, okay, so obviously Solomon is worshiping all these crazy-ass gods, probably eating babies, etc. Uh, the Lord gets angry because his heart had turned away. Um, like so, he called God, it. Like God specifically is like, by the way, I know your son's going to be a piece of shit, so I don't know. But also the most wise man of all time, apparently. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Well, he didn't getting, love God. True, so true, whereas true, David true. probably was kind of dumb as shit. An idiot. But he loved totally. God. Da- David's like David's like that, you know, mentally, what do you call it? touched child down the road that just gives it's hugs hot, all though. day long and just loves too much and might might crush a rabbit. Might crush a rabbit. Might but, crush his one of his uh, best generals. Yeah, yeah. But just out of love. Out of love, you know. It's out not, of love for his not, wife. <laughs> it's not like like when I do bad things, that's malicious intent. It's not, you know. David was a tactical genius, all right? <laughs> Give it up. The way that, do you think an idiot could kill Goliath like that? That's that was point. badass. Um, okay, so God, who the Bible mentions, has now appeared to Solomon twice, right? Solomon fucking talked to God. Right. That does make it a little more ridiculous that now he's like, well, I'm going to sign up for all these other crazy-ass gods. <laughs> like, what's the worst that could happen? sat down and yeah. talked to God. Right. Uh, you know, like, there's, I feel like there's Christians alive today that believe a totally crazy made-up story. They've never talked to God, obviously. Right. And they have more faith than Solomon, yeah. who was 
rewarded. I guess maybe it's being rich is what makes you fucking stupid. I don't know. I've seen some extremely poor people who, you know, are like, fuck this virus. I got God on my side. I'm going to go let this guy cough in my face. I'm like, all right. I mean, name I one good billionaire. I applaud your bravery. What? I said, name one good billionaire. I rest my case. Uh, I, 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 here's my one good billionaire. It's Bill Gates because he created coronavirus and is yeah. managing the vaccines that are going to give us the mark of the beast and also 5G. Yes, Bill Gates, a uh, well-known friend of Jeffrey Epstein, is a great guy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so we're continuing on. Solomon didn't keep the prop, uh, the promise that he made to God. So the whole covenant is fucked, right? The promise that God said was, if you follow my shit, I will make sure that one of your descendants is always the king over all of Israel. We right. got, what, a chapter or two? And that shit's out the window already. Yeah, it, it's it's, it's kind of like a... um. I don't know. What's a Faustian pact or some shit? Well, not Faustian pact. It's not Faustian pact at all. Uh, the like devil pact. Well, that's a, that's a Faustian pact. It's not that. Yeah, it's not that. Dumb it, it's it 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 just seemed. It's more like a trial. It's a challenge. It didn't seem like it was like a reasonable request. It seems more like, hey, if you follow my commandments, I will make your line king of Egypt for all time. Okay, so yeah. I just need to do that, and. My children will be king for all time, but if I fuck up, you'll take it from me. It just, I don't know. It seems more like, um, again, it just seems kind of like the Santa Claus thing where you're like, okay, if you were good all year, you'll get a gift. But if you fuck up once, you're getting shit. You're like, all right. Yeah. And it gets, a little, he ends up splitting hairs a little bit more too later on in this chapter, but we'll get to that soon. Um, so what God now says is, hey, you're, this isn't yours anymore. I'm going to let you keep Israel for now. I'm going to let you finish. In other words, he's doing the Kanye speech. But whenever your son takes power, I'm going to take it from him. He's like, I promised you I would let you stay in power and live a long, happy life, even though you're a complete piece of shit. Right. But your innocent son is going to pay for it. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to give you a pass. You get to die in old age. Not like, you know, Joab and all those other people that fucked up that, you know, you were promised not to let them die peacefully. Uh, You're going to get you're going to be fine. But I will punish your children for the sins you have made. Which is funny. It's the exact opposite of what happened from David to Solomon. So Solomon was rewarded for David's sins, right? Solomon got to do stuff David couldn't uh, because God wanted to punish David. Now that Solomon is fucking up, God is not punishing Solomon and instead punishing his child. So, like, Solomon is just the luckiest fucker. God decided to change the terms and conditions halfway through his life, apparently. Right. It, it, it'd be like it'd be like if like my neighbor was trimming his tree, and like a yeah. bunch of shit came down and damaged my fucking patio equipment, and I was like, "Guess what? <laughs> okay, your Something kids that about just to, happened." I was like, "I was like, your kid's about to get raped." <laughs> like yeah. you're fine, you're fine, Jeff. But I'll tell you what, about to? <laughs> do I need to call the police? You know what you did? And he's like, "What does that have to do with my kid?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, you'll find out." Oh, I mean, no. you're cool. We're cool. You know, we're fine. We're fine. But your kid is going to get it. Yeah. Good, 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 good. Okay. So, um, so this is the worst part of the Bible. I know I've said that a few times, but we keep hitting more than the new rape, points. huh? More than the Benjamin. This is worse. This okay. is worse because this part of the Bible gives me blue balls. Now, <laughs> okay. here's a story. This is the story of Solomon's adversaries. So this is the way that God is eventually going to uh, take from Solomon for his sins. Enter a young man named Hadad, the Edomite, as a child. Uh, he's, a, he's a royal royalty within the Edomite kingdom. He's an Edomite As a prince. child. 
Yeah, yeah. As a child, David, or Joab, rather, under David's orders, killed all the Edomites, basically, in battle. Almost all of them. They took some of them as slaves like in Second Samuel. Probably eight of yeah. them. One of them, this prince, who would have been killed probably for being a prince, escaped with his mom or some shit, gets all the way to Egypt. Okay? He goes to Egypt. And basically is raised up because he's royalty. It's kind of like better. It's not like he's a regular refugee. Like he's like Melania, like he gets to live in the White House or whatever. And so he is brought up by Pharaoh himself. Pharaoh loves this kid so much that he takes his wife's sister and gives him to Hadad to be his wife. It's a very generous man that gives his sister-in-law away. Yeah, because that's marrying into the family. You know, that's like that's saying, "Hey, I want to see you every fucking Christmas." You know? Yes, that is a pretty strong. You know, like, okay, listen, we are going to be on the same fantasy football league. Yeah, you know exactly. <laughs> for now, for now, <laughs> don't you fuck that up. But God for now, it. we're good. <laughs> that is a deep cut. Okay, sorry, folks. Inside jokes all around. Okay, so sorry. Back on track. Hadad gets brought up into the Pharaoh's household, which is interesting because let's remember. Who is Pharaoh's daughter married to? I'm assuming the same Pharaoh. His daughter is married to Solomon. Yeah, that so would be a like, weird Christmas. I'm sure they're having Christmas yeah, at this time. They are celebrating the birth of baby Jesus. Um, here's what happens. Hadad grows up, right? He's an angry little boy, an angry little Edomite. He, he knows what happened to his people uh, at the hands of David. And then he hears news that, news that both David and Joab are dead. David, naturally, Joab at the hands of Solomon. Right. Roughly. So he says to Pharaoh, he says, listen, Pharaoh, I want to go back to my country, basically, like reclaim his birthright. And Pharaoh's like, why would you want to go back to that fucking shithole? You live yeah. in Egypt now. You live in like, Egypt. Everything. Yeah, we have pyramids here. All they have is like shitty trees. I mean, yeah, granted, the guy knows everything about trees over there. They've got great arbors, but. So yeah. Hadad says, all right, you're right. There's nothing better in my country, but I want to go. And that's the end of it. That we never fucking hear from Hadad ever again in the entire fucking Bible. <laughs> it it like, does it, it does seem like they're setting up the big bad. Like yes. by the way, there was a guy who was wronged by the house of David who escaped to Egypt, their sworn enemy. And basically it's the Joseph story yeah. or the Jesus story. It's like yeah. a reverse Moses almost. Like instead of coming from Egypt and escaping into the desert, he from the desert escaped to Egypt. Yeah. Amassed all this wealth and power. And is this really the last we're going to hear of him? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Never again in the Bible is he spoken of. Um, it's basically like if the, the movie John Wick, when the part where he goes, yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. And then credits roll. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah. what? What? It would have been. What the it, fuck are you back for? I, I was just thinking. It was like it would be like if like um, like Daenerys Targaryen erupts from the fucking fire. She's got three <laughs> baby dragons on her shoulder. She's like, all right, and then that's it. That's the last you heard of her. She just yeah, she goes <laughs> and starts a dragon ranch somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then she opened up a fucking cinnabon at the airport. And you're like, all right, that's cool. Story yeah, this is a total fucking fake out because then it, okay, then it introduces another guy who's an adversary named Rezon. We don't really know shit about him. And it says that Rezon and Hadad were like nuisances. And that's it. And now we go to the actual big bad who doesn't have a sweet backstory. So yeah, fuck us, bad. I guess. Yeah. Horrible narrative writing. And Normally, by the way, there were two guys and they they had some minor legal troubles in the past. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Fun. Fun Bible. Anyway. Uh, now let's talk about another person without a backstory, who actually does do something to Solomon, sort of. Not quite, but there's yeah, a man. I don't... His name's Jeroboam, 
Okay. Flood kind man. of a cool name. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's an Ephraimite. Um, he is also one of Solomon's officials. Let me tell you how. He, uh, when Solomon was building the terraces, like, of his palace and, like, filling in the gaps of the walls of the city of David, Jerusalem, um, Jeroboam was kind of overseeing it all. And Solomon was uh, impressed with this young man and put him in charge of all of the labor forces for the tribes of Joseph, uh, which is Ephraimites and Manassans. So this guy's like a real Richard Schulz type character. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. Yeah? I don't know who Richard Schulz is. I didn't think so. That's <laughs> Hitler's aide de camp. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> well, I fell right for that one. So, uh, oh, you got about... Me. Yeah, I had to Google that. So about that time, uh, it says that Jeroboam is going out of Jerusalem... And runs into a prophet. So he's out doing his official business for Solomon. Runs into a prophet who is the stupidest fucking stage magician of all time. Well, it, it, uh, it's a funny, it's a funny bit. So yeah, Jeroboam yeah, is it. the is the head over. I guess they're not slaves; they're just servants. He's just a middle manager. Sure, probably and, slaves too. And it yeah. makes specific mention that he, he he must be doing fairly well for himself because he's got a brand new robot and he is looking fly. He's like, look at this brand new robe. I'm just going to walk around town, hope nothing happens. And he, <laughs> he runs into a hijah, some fucking prophet. My Bible calls him a, I think it's a man of God. I know okay. this is that term later also, but I, I'm pretty sure it's like not just a prophet. It's a. He's a special prophet. Yeah, he's he, the Shilonite. So he's it from says prophet Shiloh. in my Bible, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, he's a he's a prophet from Shiloh, which is a special place, I guess. I don't know. It, it's sure. mentioned a couple times, Shiloh. But anyway, he sees him. He's like, "Hey, Jeroboam, check this out. I've got a message for you." And he's like, "Oh yeah, great. What what is it? What is it?" And he's like, "Let me do this." And he just rips up the dude's brand new robes into twelve pieces. A brand new cloak. Brand yes. new cloak. This motherfucker tears it up into twelve pieces. Like, okay, so I'm gonna give you these ten shreds of your brand new cloak back, and this is like. Just so you're aware that you're going to get 10 tribes of Israel. And I'm like, that's not a very complex concept. <laughs> Couldn't you use your fingers? Couldn't you have Look, used your I fingers? Have 10 yeah, fingers. Yeah. This Just, is how many you get. Why don't you tear your cloak next time, you son of a bitch? <laughs> like, I don't need you to. Uh, <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, he's like, thanks. Thanks for that. So, yeah, he's just like, yeah, you see this shit? I tore your robe up. You get 10 pieces back, and I'm going to keep these two pieces. And that signifies how you will get 10 tribes of Israel, and uh, Solomon's kid, who hasn't been mentioned yet, will get two of them. Yeah, so you're going to get a solid chunk, most of most of Israel. And um, it, 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 it talks over – I mean, I hate the Bible sometimes. It just – it's like <laughs> it's like six verses that just say the same thing over and over again. Yeah, Solomon fucked up, and I'm going to give his kid some tribes, but not all the tribes. And, and I'm going to take away his kingdom, but not all the kingdom because Solomon fucked up. And you're going to get like ten tribes, and, and his kid's going to get two tribes, but not all the tribes. Some tribes, not all tribes. You tribes, dumb tribes. Yeah, it goes – Yeah, got it. It really fucking trips all over itself. I, if you were – I don't understand. Either tear the cloak and give the message or do your hour-long exposition on it. You don't need the both. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's atrocious that after he does this visual aid, he still has to explain everything. But the point is that now Jeroboam knows that uh eventually he is going to be heir to most of Israel, uh which is a lot to hear, right? I mean, that's pretty heavy. I mean, what's his what's his claim to fame? He is good at driving workers. The, yeah. the Michael Scott character. He's a good character. middle manager, like you yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they say uh, – he explains why, too. He explains to uh, Jeroboam, it's because 
Solomon is fucked up and is worshiping Ashtoreth and all these other gods. Um, but then he says, listen, I'm not going to take the whole kingdom because technically I did say Solomon would, or David and all of his descendants would rule forever. I'm going to let them keep the tribe of Judah, basically, um, and the city of David. So he's going to get to like sort of hold the capital. He's going to have the district of Columbia. You're going to get all the states. Yeah. More or less. Um, so that's, you know, I guess that's fair. I, uh, I don't know what to really, I don't really know how I feel about that. I mean, honest. everyone gets their piece. It makes everyone happy. It's a little compromise. I don't, I don't quite, I feel like God is inconsistent. Like what, what is this? Well, to me, it just seems so conspiratorial and, and we'll get to this, but it, it, it it's well, like, obviously Jeroboam's people wrote this little story, right? Right, you know? right, right. Right. Well, it just seems so conspiratorial, like in the aftermath where you're like, oh yeah, some guy died and someone lost this power. And you're like, how could that have happened? Like, oh, it must've been all these, these, these machinations and something. Solomon must've done something to cause him to lose his power. And then the deep state must've interacted about it. Cause it couldn't just be that, uh, a rebellion just happened to happen. Cause that would make it seem like God's a pussy. Yeah. You know, there has to be some yeah, reason yeah. why God allowed and then also made it happen. He's got to be playing both sides. You know, nothing happens without God controlling things, yet he's somehow reacting to everyone's actions like he doesn't know what they're going to do. I, I don't get it. Yeah, it's like, let's imagine for a second that I was capable of being a father. Right. And, like, I have two sons, but all I want to do is play video games, so I'm just doing that. They wreck the entire house. Wife comes home. She's like, what the fuck? I'd be like, well, I wanted them. To, I wanted to see which one was more powerful. You know, <laughs> This is a test. Yeah. I wanted to see what they would do with this. You see, I put a bunch time. of cookies out, and then I saw him eat the cookies, and I didn't, you know, I was like, hey, I told you not to eat the cookies, so now I gave one of them a gun. Like, hey. <laughs> He's chasing the cat around. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Just, um, so that's what's Well, why weren't on. you watching him and making sure he wasn't eating a gun? I'm like, that's not my job, okay? <laughs> I'm God. Yeah. I'm God. It's not She's really like, what I did. did you not take your medicine? Also, um, I've been starving him for weeks. I knew he was going to eat those cookies. Like, I just... <laughs> I'm, yes. I'm simultaneously in control of everything while also reacting to it. And then, you know what? A little civil war here and there. I'm, I'm okay with it. Man, that's some real God shit. Uh, so the prophet, whatever his fucking name was, explains all this out to uh, Jeroboam. And then it says, right after he finishes explaining it, the next line says, Solomon tried to kill Jeroboam. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I, who told Solomon? Did this guy go tell him? He probably, like, he probably of- showed up and Solomon's like, what happened to your coat? And he's like, nothing. He's like, no, I something happened. Your coat wasn't all I just f- bought you that coat. I just bought you that coat. It's all fucked up. Are you going to be king? Is that what this is? I can just tell just from looking at your fucked up coat. The message received. I get it now. Did you meet with a prophet? God damn it. Because every time someone meets with a prophet, it's because there's going to be a fucking coup. So yeah. maybe. And their cloaks get fucked up. Like, remember, that's exactly what happened to. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, um, Saul's, Saul, Saul, Saul grabbed Samuel's cloak and tore it. And Samuel's like, see how you fucked up my cloak? Guess what? That's Israel to you now. Yeah. And then didn't David take Saul's cloak and do something to it Uh, to show how close he was or whatever? When he like, when he he, like snuck up on a sleep and like kind of like, look at this shit. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's all in the cloak. That's interesting. We need to dig into that. There's a lot of, there's a lot of coat play at work. Yeah. Coke fetish. Cloak a lot fetishes. of cloak and dagger. Yeah. Ooh. Ah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is what, so that's Solomon what it's all about, baby. That's, that's, that's the name of the podcast. That's why people tune in. Um, 
So Solomon tries to kill him, but Jeroboam, get this, flees to Egypt. Okay, again, the home of uh, Solomon's father-in-law, where he is the ruler. That's where Jeroboam goes to be safe. Doesn't make sense to me. You think... Because let's face it, you're you're the king of Egypt, right? right. The pharaoh, whatever. I'll imagine. You don't want there to be fucking insurrection and civil war next door. That's going to spill over. There's going to be... Unless you can I mean, get maybe, a bunch of nations and push them into the sea. If you, if you get like an arms deal, maybe it's good for you. Right. But I think in general, you don't want revolution happening nearby. Um, yeah. You do that across the country so that you can get cheap... Or across the world so you can get cheap oil. You don't do that in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Right? You don't do it right next door because then they'll spill in and they'll just yeah, come yeah, into your yeah. country and there'll be like some no-go zones where even the police yeah. don't show up, you know? It's like, oh, oh, you guys are all refugees now because we started a drug war? Yeah. Great. Okay, so... The point is, it doesn't Israel make sense. Israel needs to that, build a wall. <laughs> cool. They actually did. That was Jeroboam's job. <laughs> anyway, um, Solomon tries to kill him. He goes to Egypt. Egypt takes him in and keeps him safe where he stayed until Solomon's death. Spoiler alert. Uh, next up, Solomon dies. He ruled for 40 years. It tells us totally peaceful, totally awesome time. Not a single issue. With no him, rebellion. Even though he, he sinned so fucking hard, like as hard as you could. <laughs> right, a thousand foreign wives. Well, he right? just worshipped the wrong gods. It's like it's like you can save the country from a recession, you can drive unemployment to its lowest levels, you can legalize gay marriage, but if you're a secret Muslim and you're <laughs> and you're actually Osama bin Laden in disguise, then yeah, people aren't going to give you the pass. They're gonna they're gonna call you out about it. We're going to eat a bunch Perfect. of cheeseburgers and piss you off. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. Okay, so that's chapter 11. Solomon's dead. Hooray. You're dead now. <laughs> Nothing can hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Rip Solomon. Uh, Rip Solomon. Uh, so Solomon's dead, yeah. Chapter 12. All right, so Solomon's gone. Sure enough, who's up next? A young man named Rehoboam. His son. Yeah. So Rehoboam goes to Shechem. Yeah, we remember well, hold that. Hold on, let's back we? up. Let's back up. Let's get to the last oh, verse. Then Solomon rested with his fathers and was buried in the city of David, his father, and Rehoam, um, his son, reigned in his place. So Solomon's not in heaven, right? Does heaven exist? I mean, we no. that's where God is from. They reference heaven. Well, they call it um, the place where people went before Jesus. They, it's some. It's very like crypto Bible, but like Abraham's bosom is what they call it. Abraham's and it's like a resting place bosom? for souls. Yeah, like I don't remember chest. that. I was it's looking for, for something. We have. I, I think people just die. I think, I think right now, currently, and this is what I've heard from other Jews, is that they don't really believe in heaven. I'm telling you, because heaven is referenced. It's specifically described in a cup. We've we've seen it a couple of times described that there is a heaven. God is from heaven and resides there. But there's not much reference to anyone going to heaven except for. Uh, Enoch, one of uh, Adam's children or descendants, yeah, 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 goes yeah. with God without dying into heaven because he was fucking badass. Yeah. yeah, no, there's a place that gets talked about sort of in the, in the New Testament before Jesus dies. Mm-hmm. Um, called and they, it's called Abraham's bosom. It's basically in the underworld, Sheol, which is hell. Right, but it's a separate section of it that's for righteous. People. Oh yeah, it's in the separate section of it. it's in the waiting room. Yeah, God yeah, yeah. Took his time it's like the, the non-smoking area. What a bunch <laughs> of bullshit, fucking fanfic yeah. nonsense. So uh, Solomon goes there, presumably. Um, although I guess he wouldn't be on the righteous side because he uh, sacrificed children to uh, false gods. 
Well, Anyways. none of these people are perfect, but um, I don't think any of them are going to happen. <laughs> Except for that one guy who we never even heard of who died before Noah or whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so now can I do chapter 12? Now is it okay? Let's talk about Rehoboam. Rehoboam, right. and I only know this as a spoiler alert. I only, I, I it was kind of interesting. I just saw the first episode of um, season three of Westworld. Yeah, and one of the main, I guess, I guess you could call him a character is oh, Rehoboam. Yeah. And I thought that was yeah, the, was like, the big, uh, the big the AI. Yeah, yeah, whatever the yeah. fuck that is. I've only seen oh, the fuck. first ep, so I don't know. But it's Rehoboam, and I was like, that's weird. Yeah, that's is. a weird connection to what we're talking about this week. Let's figure out why. Let's see if we can break that down at the end of yeah. that. Yeah, well, I've only seen that one, so maybe when I, if I finish the actual fucking season. No, I'm going to spoil the whole show for you. <laughs> right. um, okay, so Rehoboam, or whatever, uh, goes to Shechem for his inauguration. Now, Shechem, we were just talking about anti-miscegenation. Shechem is the place where Dina was raped. Right. And then everyone was killed, All uh, Dina being uh, the sister of the original 12 tribes. Right, 12 right, brothers. right. Well, I mean, we mentioned Shechem a few times. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know if it's a big city or if there's even a lot of people there, but they reference it a lot. It's a it's certainly yeah, it's come up every, notable. I mean, a couple times. Uh, Let's not say a lot. I think I mean, maybe like, yeah, a couple times. About as much as any other city. Not as Jerusalem or whatever, but maybe as much whatever. as Bethel or whatever the fuck. Anyway, the thing to All note is that Shechem the, is in the north. So okay. it, it kind of might indicate that Rehoboam recognizes that there is some grumblings to the north. So he travels to the north to have his inauguration to kind of like cement, like, hey, we're all good, right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, show a little bit of his power. So he goes up there, and but not only does he go, it's all like of Israel joins It's like when JFK went to Dallas, you know? Like, you know it they don't exactly. like you, but you got to go there. You got to put some put some face on yeah. the place. Yeah, let them know that the Pope is their god now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, he gets to uh, Shechem, and uh, Jeroboam is also there. Right, and it's kind of the leader of this rabble right. that has some complaints about Solomon because apparently Solomon became a bit of a dick. Probably all that external influence. Well, we, Solomon levied heavy taxes, and well, yeah, he, that's how he got so rich. And he had great works that required him to forcibly conscript Jews to work on his house and temples and things Correct. like that. So kind so of kind of a mini pharaoh, kind of like, hey, we're going to build these monuments, these big things, and I need citizens forcibly to do the work. So in this case, Jeroboam is like an, a more organized version of Occupy Wall Street. Right. <laughs> more or less. Right, sure. So he shows up to uh, with all of these other Israelites that are kind of pissed off and basically says, hey, listen, your father was a fucking tyrant, basically. Right. Put a lot of stress on us put a heavy yoke on us. It says, can you just promise us that you'll be more chill and we'll serve you? So here's Jer- uh Yeah, here's Jeroboam. An Ephraimite. Who was, pro- who was told by the prophet, you're going to be basically the new king of most of Israel. But even then, even knowing that, he's like, you know what? I don't want to fucking upset the status quo. I'm going to go to Rehoboam and say, hey, can you just fucking be cool? You know, uh, like. I was thinking it was more like ep uh, one of Star Wars. Where they're like, we need you to uh, do this treaty with Naboo or whatever the fuck. And he's like, well, we can't do that. And she's like, well, then I have a vote of no confidence. Like, you knew, like, Palpatine knew that it wasn't going to fly and that it was going to ruin confidence in the prime chancellor. But they didn't even ask for much. They just said, please don't be quite so rough. Right. Which well, maybe- it doesn't seem like much to us, but I think we, 
It's I know. probably because it's a. It's seen probably as like a insult in his father's name. Maybe. Well, if Jeroboam didn't know he was going to be king, and somehow, I mean, I don't know how he got back to. He was in Egypt on the opposite ass end of the country, and then somehow yeah. went through the middle of Egypt where he is wanted and as dead. And middle then, of Israel, but yeah. yeah. And then shows up in the north side of the country. I mean, I guess Solomon wanted him dead. Rehoboam did, probably didn't give a shit. But, and then just shows up in the inauguration of the new king to be like, hey, by the way, I know you're getting inaugurated and you got other things on your mind, but can you uh, lower taxes? Yeah, I think it's fine. Okay. Uh, he gave him a chance. Yeah, but he That's knows he's going to be king. So kind of, you got to think, it, it, to me, it's like the... It's tactful, It's like I that guess. scene from... Um, the Godfather, where he beats the wife, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he beats his wife, and like they're like, oh, and then like uh, I can't remember his name. I haven't seen Godfather forever. But the guy that r- runs out and gets ambushed on the road. Yeah, I haven't seen. And him he was forever. like, oh yeah, you put on a little show. You knew my brother would get pissed off and run off to his death. Like, like I think Jeroboam is asking, is making this request, even if it seems reasonable, to specifically incite conflict with the current administration. I could see that being possible or that, you know, God forced him to do it in some weird or way. Or that no one has like, free will how, and it's all bullshit. How anyway. much of a puppeteer is he? Yeah, I don't know. I, so we'll regardless, he's a super puppeteer. Regardless, he asks uh, Rehoboam to be cool. Rehoboam says, all right, I'm going to think about that. Give me three days with my elders and then all you guys come back and I'll tell you what I decided. So sure enough, he spends three days uh, Always sleep consulting. It, yeah, like you do. It's a big decision. It's a big ask. <laughs> Should I should I be a piece of shit? I don't know. Let me think about about it. it. Let me sleep on it. And uh, he spends three days with these elders, and they're basically like, "Listen, um, if today you will be a servant to these people, then they will serve you for the rest of your life." So basically, listen, concede this one little point, and yeah, you're going to be set for life. They'll fucking be putty in your hands. Uh, makes sense. It's like I worked for this shitty company, and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, we fucking hate this place. We're going to trash it." And then, but it was like, it was like barely at bay. And then one day the boss was like, by the way, I'm not paying for coffee anymore. And I was like, that is fucking it. Like, I, fucking, it. I will burn this place down. I'm going to start doing fraudulent yeah. shit in the back end. Yeah, that's all. And in fact, uh, SEC or whoever investigates that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, it might not seem like much. It might just seem like coffee, but the it's little the things we do hold a lot of weight, bro. Just let them lower their tax a little bit. You'll, you'll get so much more return from it. And that's what the yeah. elders and tell And he already, him. he has more gold than he could spend in three millennia, honestly. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're as rich as, assuming that all these figures from earlier in the book were, were correct, it's off the charts. So, Kind of stupid to to these guys are right. The elders are right. Don't don't fucking die on this hill. So Rehoboam then goes and rejects that and goes to the young men that are his buddies, right? So his cohort, his uh, retinue, the boys. his entourage. Yeah, yeah. Think about the show Entourage. I never watched it, but that's probably what it, it is a lot like. Um, and he says, "Look, guys, what do y'all think?" And they're like, "Man, fuck those poor ass <laughs> bitches." <laughs> I, I Basically, it's like it. it's like asking a bunch of frat bros if we should have Medicare for all. Yeah. Make- what? What? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Just tell them to sell more tacos. And you're like, all right, you guys. <laughs> cool. You guys got it. You know? Yeah, it does seem kind of weird. Like, he talks to the. Uh, so, Rehoboam goes to the elders. They are like, yeah, man, just grant the request. You'll seem like a fucking badass. And they'll all love you and it'll be great. And then they go talk to the boys and they're just sitting there smoking a fucking blunt on the fucking beanbag. Like, nah, man. <laughs> In their yacht. 
Yeah. And their yacht that they had towed into North Israel <laughs> on a trailer so they could sit on their yacht still, yeah. even though they're in the desert. Like, man, fuck um, those little poor bitches. <laughs> so the, now he has two pieces of advice. One saying yay, one saying nay. All of Israel comes you back with Jeroboam. give them free health they won't appreciate it. <laughs> All of Israel comes back. And here's exactly what Rehoboam says to Jeroboam and all of uh, the Israelites. My father made your yoke heavy. I will make it even heavier. My father scourged you with whips. I will scourge you with scorpions. <laughs> so <laughs> Fun. He's saying, my dad beat you with whips. I'm going to fucking throw you scorpions at you, which is badass. Honestly. It is pretty badass. It'd be like, you go to your boss, like, hey, can we have an extra 15 minutes for lunch? And you're like, what would that really cost me? I don't know. Nothing. Guess what? No more bathroom breaks. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, he's like, how about instead of lunch, uh, you all go into the break room and I throw a flashbang in there. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, I don't get it. Do you, have, I, have I done something to you? Like, what Chew that? on this, pussies. <laughs> Man, uh, honestly, this is going to get us jobs as middle managers. Yeah. <laughs> we have the right stuff. Yeah, it's good shit. Uh, but yeah. So basically, he spits in their face, there, right? There's a weird one here. Um, uh, he says, You're, you, thus you should speak to the people. I'm talking about what the guys said. This is what the young boys said. Yeah, the it was a weird because like, when he's getting the advice from the young men. And they're like, yeah, but say to them, my little finger shall be thicker than my father's waist, which is like, I don't know, cool. But it's like, it's like they're always saying, they're like, yeah, as thick and girthy as my dad was, I'm going to fucking hit you like an elephant train. You're like, okay. It is, you know, I guess you have different uh, little sayings and different that times, would be That, that would pretty be stupid. pretty funny if I was like, hey, man, can, can we get like an extra break? He's like, guess what? If you thought my dad was big, oh, fucking <laughs> I'll fucking sh- I'll shove a fucking a coke fucking can up your pussy. <laughs> Gross. Oh, right. Right, uh, the Bible. Still <laughs> I love the Bible. Okay, so when Israel sees that uh, the king is going to refuse them, and it, it was pretty evident, I think, when he said he was going to fucking throw scorpions at them, <laughs> uh, they sing to him. Apparently, this is like a poem. They say. What share do we have in David? What part in Jesse's son? To your tents, Israel. Look after your own house, David. So basically, fuck you. We're going to get ours. Go to the tents, which means prepare for battle. You better get ready for it. Basically, basically you have a strike. You know, it's like, um, it's like when you're running a restaurant in like, uh, Tampa. And uh, okay. you know, you're like, by the way, I'm going to have to close down due to the pandemic and no one's getting their last paychecks. And you're like, well, that sucks. And you're like, yeah. Oh, you don't like it? Well, how about I go on Facebook and then call you out a bunch of pussies, too? Why don't you just hang out in your pools like I'm doing? <laughs> Did that happen? I'm like, oh, well, we're going to fucking murder her. Well, that part's coming, but. Oh, I didn't hear that story. I'll they see. should kill her. I'm going to say it. Um, okay, so. You're but fuck, you're, uh, Rehoboam's about to get fucking canceled is all I'm saying. Yeah. So the Israelites go back home. Um, and basically, Rehoboam is uh, still leading over just the Judah, Judeans, right? But the rest of Israel, um, Jeroboam is kind of leading at this point. So basically exactly what the prophet said was going to happen. Now, King Rehoboam, right? This tiny king now in his tiny kingdom sends out a man named Adoniram, who was in charge of forced labor. So he's like, do you know what? Let's get some slaves rounded up. I have some shit to do. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, this dude is immediately stoned to death by all of Israel, apparently. All of Israel we captured. all showed up and like, I'm sorry, the ball's on this Rehoboth guy. We just told you. <laughs> You're sending out your fucking slave driver. Uh, a little cocky of you. Which is funny, because I guess that's the job that Jeroboam used to have, kind of, right? He was in um, charge of horse- Well, just regular labor. I don't know. See, I, I don't know. Mine calls him uh, Adoram, who was in charge of the revenue. So I don't think it's the same job as Jeroboam. I think he's literally in charge of like taxes. So I think he was just I think he was just showing up and like, all right, guys, you guys got to pay up. You owe your share. They're like, what? We quit last week. He's like, yeah, we got to pay your union dues. He's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're in for a. Hey, would you come in here? I got to talk to you. Just come over here by this river. (laughs) Why are you holding a rock? (laughs) (laughs) Wait wait a second. Um, So at this point, uh, all the Israelites. heard that Jeroboam had returned. They kind of gathered up and made him the king over the rest of Israel, except for Judah. Uh, so Rehoboam gets back home, musters up all of his his tribe, Judah, and Benjamin. I guess he also had Benjamin, and um, which is weird, right? That's like their It enemies, is weird right? that somehow... Because it, 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 so Benjamin is um, Saul's, Saul's family. Yeah, so somehow yeah. since Solomon... Now they're like, okay, we're in the middle of a fucking revolution. Let me, who who do we still have left? Just the Benjamites? Like, how are you guys best buds now? Dude, this is that picture of Michelle Obama, like, patting George W. <laughs> That's what the fuck this is. Yeah. I mean, so, after they retire, they're all cool. Yeah, they don't you know, like, shit. You know, like, at the end of the day, the ruling class, the elites, don't give a fuck. Yeah, now we're fucking with Ephraimites. Like, whatever. Just let anyone have yeah, the yeah. throne, it seems, these days. Yeah. So that, yeah, that, I guess... For real, Jeroboam is like this populist revolutionary. Yeah, so Jeroboam, uh, so in this instance, yeah, in this instance, (laughs) Rehoboam's like Obama, and the Benjamites are like Bush, and like now there's this you know semi-retarded guy from a frame, (laughs) who's like, we gotta lower taxes. They're like, I don't think you understand the full ramifications of that. (laughs) It's all these goddamn immigrant women who are fucking up this country. They're like, yeah, well. Technically, it is true in this case. And in all cases. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Um, okay, so they're getting ready for war. Jer- Jer- or Rehoboam. God, these two names are too fucking similar. Rehoboam, the son of Solomon, is getting all of his fucking men together. It says he has 180,000 uh, able young men to go out and make war against the rest of Israel. Um, but then suddenly God came, came down in the form of... Shemaiah, Shemaiah, a man of God, yeah, a prophet, I guess. Term again. Yeah, man of God. Yeah. And says to uh, Rehoboam, he says, no, chill the fuck out. Go back home. God did this. You don't get to, like, take back your country. God chose that you would lose this. And so that was kind of the end of that. It, it seems kind of weird that David was just, like, onslaught with insurrection. And every single time, every I mean, he even got kicked out of Jerusalem by his own kid. He was like, well, I'm just going to get a fucking army and go kick his ass. And God was like, yeah, that'd be cool. Just send the one guy, just send Joab, who's going to like tell an old lady to cut his head off. He's like, all right, yeah, sounds like a fine idea. But like, Rehoboam's like, oh, I'll just do what my grandfather did and just round up some boys and go kick his ass. And, like, and then yeah. the guy's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. He's like, I you have a think- gun. And they're like, no, 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 go back to your home. Just let him. They probably would have. No one would have even died though, because they haven't been at war in decade, in forty years. I'm sure they. Right. Know. I'm sure they've been keep. I'm, I'm sure they've been like practicing with the locals. Yeah, stomping, of- <laughs> stomping on baby dolls' heads. Yeah, yeah. Just like, <laughs> they just take a couple of Ammonites, they rape them out back, they throw them to the woods. Like, yeah, all right. Just got to keep. This is war. Got right? to keep sharp. Uh, boot camp. 
So, um, let's see. Yeah. So anyways, at this point he listens to God and stands down. Um, but that's not quite the end of the chapter. There's a little excerpt here on what's happening in the meantime under King Jeroboam, right? The guy who's running the rest of Israel. It's kind of a fun little bit. So yeah. So, so Rehoboam's like, let me amass an army. Let me just go kick Jeroboam's ass. I'm going to do, do right. And, then, and God's like, no, 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 shut up. Just shut the fuck up. And he's like, all right, <laughs> damn. So, so, so who is this man that God has anointed the new king? This, this great man who, uh, I mean, yeah, technically Solomon fucked some weird chicks back in the day. And now his son, who's done nothing wrong, has had the kingdom taken from him. But let's yeah. see, let's see who this man is that God's given Israel to. Indeed. I will say this. Rehoboam is definitely a piece of shit, though. The fact that he went to his fucking punk-ass friends and didn't listen shit. to the elders, <laughs> he can go fuck himself. He just, he just comes um, back. His eyes are bloodshot as fuck. He's like, you know what, guys? I thought about it, and uh, fuck you. And they're like, all right. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. cool, cool, cool. Uh, so Jeroboam- There's going to be some changes around here. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm kidding. Danny, Danny, get me the scorpion cage. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw them at him. He just comes back. He's got a box. He's like, all right, give me your hand. <laughs> what What Indiana Jones? Isn't it Indiana Jones where there's like the box they put their head in and then they put the scorpion in the box with your head? I don't Shit's know. wild. That sounds, sounds like I've seen it. I know there's right? the, I know there's the, um, I know there's the hole in the bathroom stall where you put your penis in, but. <laughs> you better hope there's not a scorpion. You better hope there's not a scorpion. It is a mystery, but it's almost never scorpions. Oh, that tickles. Um, so Jeroboam sets up his fortifications in Shechem, right? Because it's in the north. It's where, kind of funny, because that's where Rehoboam went to have his inauguration. Right. Now it's the new uh, capital of, like, the rest of Israel that's not in Judah. It's like Benjamin. it's like when you bang it's, a guy's like wife, Virginia. and then after the divorce, you just move in. You just what part? Of, where was the capital? Well, the, the old was capital the cap- was in Jerusalem. No, it's the Civil War. Where was the Southern Capital? Uh, We've talked about this. I can't remember. Anyways, it's Virginia, somewhere in Virginia, where uh, out whatever his name was, that other guy. Okay, so uh, he sets up up capital. He sets up his capital in Shechem, and um, Jeroboam basically starts thinking to himself. He's like, "Wait a fucking second! The only place to worship." like truly worship and have festivals and et cetera is in Jerusalem. Well, the Ark of the Covenant he's is. Like, yeah. He's like, wait a fucking second. If I start letting my people go there to right, worship the God. And if I let them go worship God in Rehoboam's part of Israel, they're just going to fucking start being his pal again. They're going to let him be the king. So he's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to set up my own temples. We're going to have fucking blackjack and hookers and everything. And so, he sets up not one, but two new holy places, one in Bethel and one in Dan. It's like, it's like okay, you had a divorce, and yeah. custody's still pending. You don't know who the kids are going to pick, but the wife does have an Xbox. And you're like, fuck, okay. right, I don't know what I'm going to do. They love that but Xbox. But your dad. They love just going over there to play the Xbox. I got to figure something else out. So you, <laughs> you know, import drugs. <laughs> but the dad, on the other hand, has a very successful radio program and has promised to let you eat the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, he's got all the chili you can eat. <laughs> so who do you go with? Yeah. Anyways, he sets, he sets up. What does he do to make these places holy? This is badass. 
golden calves because this I, always works yeah, out. Yeah, where have I heard this before? <laughs> like, I love the balls on Jeroboam. He's like, I do recall something about golden calves and worshiping them. I don't yeah. remember how that story ended, but if we need a replacement for God, they all stand by a golden calf. Yeah. It's because Porus can't read, so he couldn't read the Bible to know right. what happened last yeah, time. Did they just, have to drink it? Yeah, you gotta you gotta drink the calf yep. to get the nutrients. So, also, it's probably because uh, God is obviously based upon this like pagan bull deity. So, what's interesting is that Moloch is. Uh, and I know we've talked about this before. Every time we talk about Moloch and bulls, and for some reason, this undercurrent of bullish pagan imagery bullshit. Yeah, is that Moloch? who specifically Solomon was fucked up for worshiping. And one of the fucked up things about Moloch is, is that he's typically represented by a giant bronze bull that has a fire in its mouth that you throw children into. If you saw the movie year one, that's pretty much the whole climax. Uh, Yeah. Even though uh, most scholars agree that they, it wasn't actually child sacrifice, but yes. Fun if it were. But anyway, my point is, is that this weird undercurrent, they just fucking love bulls. Yeah. Um, I mean, they all they all spawn from the same altars point, are like presumably. made of bulls and horns and shit like that. But anyway, so it it seems interesting still that the stand in for God's like, OK, well, we don't have the Ark of the Covenant. We don't have the altar. We don't have the temple. But if we get a couple of golden calves, that's that's fine. If we get two, that's even better. Yeah. Why the hell not? So he builds the shrines in high places and appoints priests, but not necessarily from the Levites, which is a big a big no-no. Only Levites could be priests. So he just has these random dudes being priests, sets up the two calves, and um, basically he's, he institutes festivals just like they're having down in Judah, just like uh, the old school festivals, uh, sacrificing to the calves, having parties, doing it at the same time of the year. Um, it's a, basically, it's he's a got bootleg. fake Judaism. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, fake. it's the first Mormons. Ooh, yeah. Just, kind of they're is. just like, we'll just make our own religion. Yeah, badass. Why not? Yeah, I would if I Get could. That money and will. I'm gonna. Yeah, gonna build a tabernacle, put my name on it. Um, that's it. That's the end of chapter twelve. Yeah, that's it. It kind of just ends on that. Doesn't tell he. I'm assuming he's gonna get punished eventually. <laughs> I don't know. For now, it, he's fine. It just it just goes to show God's uh, one of the interesting things, and uh, we kind of mentioned. Yeah, we're done. That's eleven and twelve. That's first yeah, yeah, yeah. But, God sucks at picking kings. Is that what you're going to say, I hope? <laughs> no. But, um, well, well, truly. 12, 15. So the king did not. This is when uh, Rehoboam doesn't listen to the elders, but listen to his point. So the king did not listen to the people, for the turn of the events was from the Lord, that he might fulfill his word, which the Lord had spoken by Ahijah the Shilonite to Joabam, the son of Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, I didn't even- I didn't even notice that. So he he never had a choice. He never had He's a like choice. Pharaoh. There's no free will. It, the whole thing was like, it, it's kind of like when Pharaoh had his heart turned, you know. D- yeah. Does any of it matter? Rehoboam essentially was bullied. He was forced by God to not listen to the elders. He was not capable of understanding wisdom. He didn't. He was unable to listen to the people because God specifically wanted to punish him for something his dad did. Yep. And then erected, made, made him be bad. Yeah, made, made him, him be, bad. be bad. Made him do this shit. Made him not listen to people. So the one sin from a Rehoboam wasn't even his sin. He had no choice. This was God enacting His word that He did through tearing up some guy's robes once. Yeah, it's wild. The same it makes me wonder. Yeah, it makes me wonder if maybe the traumatic injuries I've sustained in life are because of some shit my parents did. Probably. Probably. I should actually take them to task for that, huh? <laughs> 
you did this. That'll be fun. Uh, that'll be a yeah. great Christmas. Um, but my point. I'll live stream it onto. I'll live stream it to our Patreon. But I, I don't know it. I think if you take away the reverence, which is what we do, uh, and you just try to look at this factually, I don't get it. So Solomon fucked a couple of women he shouldn't have. They were the wrong Correct. race and religion. That's fine. Good for him. You know, build the wall. But you know they were hot. Oh yeah. I mean. Psh- uh, what do you think? He, he, if you have a thousand women, why would you even mix? I, obviously, I, I got five hours. I'm not going to spend it with ugly chicks. True. Uh. Although I got to say, you now this was pretty early in human history before we had a chance to really get super inbred. Right. But normally royalty, eh, not doing so good. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? It, actually, I almost take it back. If I had a thousand women, I'm probably going to mix it up a little bit. I'm going to go for some thick girls. I'm going to do some milfs. I'm going to throw in oh, dude, I would get chicks some without really arms ugly or something. Girls. I would get some really ugly girls. And if I was feeling like I was a bad person, I would go bang them so I could feel good again. <laughs> like, you're welcome. Yeah, like, I'll be praying that night. I'm like, dear God, I hope you noticed that I fucked the ugly one today. <laughs> and, I, and, and I want an Xbox. <laughs> uh, but uh, so, so what is the point of all this? It, it doesn't make any sense that so... This chapter firmly states that God is all-knowing, all-powerful, yeah. and that no one has free will besides what he allows them to do. Correct. Yet somehow he feels confident uh, machinating a pseudo-civil war and erecting a guy who immediately starts worshiping golden calves. Like, I don't – what the fuck? What was God's endgame here? What did he get out of it? What did Israel get out of it? Who, who profited from any of this? Well, I mean, yeah, so did God ma- – the question is, was it Solomon's free will that led him astray? Um, you know, so th- th- this is all repercussions from Solomon, right? That This is the shockwaves of Solomon. It's not God's fault that Solomon did that. Although if God is sitting here making Rehoboam be a dick, why couldn't he make Solomon not be a dick? Like, I guess. Isn't that- I don't know. It, it seems like – the Bible turns on and off. It just toggles whether or not God cares, is in control, and is like judging people or whatever. You know, he's like, yeah. There's like uh, superheroes that are that way. You yeah. know, where it's like, oh, you know, today Spider-Man is almost bested by like a few thugs, and then the next day he's like fucking taking on Doc Ock, <laughs> and you're like, well, you know, oh, so now he's able to do that super sweet yeah, backflip just- into a. Why are you Whatever. always poor, Spider-Man? Anyway, but... <laughs> <laughs> fucking loser. But anyway, my, my point is, is like, uh, you know, so God in his infinite wisdom felt like punishing Solomon by letting him know, hey, man, after you die, I'm going to take away 10 tribes from your son. Like, okay, that's that's God's... It, it, it'd be like if I saw my kid, if my, if my kid did a shitty job mowing the lawn. And I'm like, guess what? You did a shitty job mowing the lawn. So when you have a son, I'm going to take away his ice cream and give it to the serial rapist down the road. And I'm like, okay, nice. I don't – yeah, you, you got my son good. Yeah, fuck him. You really you really did him good. But you also helped yeah. out a serial rapist. I don't know – Yeah, what's the point of that? What was the end – what's the net gain on all this? What, what was your point? And what made – I think the biggest, most egregious thing is like you're saying – the person that he gave it to, Jeroboam, is a fucking bad person. Yeah. Why was he picked? Does God hate Israel? Does God want the Jews to suffer? He was just a particularly good slave master, and Solomon noticed him. That's about, you know, there was no, it wasn't like he loved God or anything. Like, what, no. you know, 
the hell? No, he didn't do shit. He's an Ephraimite. Gross. <laughs> but we've seen this before where God's like, yeah, you know, and if you guys don't do everything I ask, I'm going to send some, like, uh, Moabites to fuck you up. I'm like, do you like the Moabites? No, I hate them. I hate them more than anything. But you know what I love more? Punishing Jews. And I was like, all right. One thing that I meant to point out while we were covering it, and I, I dropped the ball, is that thinking about the blue balls situation of Haddad or whatever his name was, right? right? The, uh, the Edomite. Do you think the reason his story gets abruptly cut off, right? There's no, uh, there's no payoff for that story. Do you think the reason is because what he did was so fucking awesome that the Israelites didn't want to honor him by showing how cool he was like in the same way that we sort, sort of in the same way that we just threw uh, Osama bin Laden into the ocean so that they couldn't like worship the site where he died. We're kind of like nipping in the bud the ability to worship the great acts of uh, Hadad by not telling what kind of cool shit he did to wreak havoc in Israel. I, I don't know. I, I I assumed when we were reading it that that it was setting up for kind of like what happened with Saul, where when the civil war occurred. Basically, there were all these other border tribes, enemy tribes that were like, oh, shit, Israel's weakened. Let's go take our land back. So yeah, I that they would come in then. Yeah, I assumed that when Rehoboam and Jeroboam or whatever the fuck had their fight, yeah, you hit it. that Hadad would be like, fuck, now's the chance. You know, that, that's why I'm heading back. He, he just gets on the road, be like, time to get my land back, and you just never see him again. But right yeah. now, when it's two tribes versus ten tribes, you can probably go in and take some land. Yeah, but no. He doesn't. So it's like, why is it in there? And the only answer I can come up with is that, again, they wanted to show that there was conflict and that Solomon was dealing with issues, but they didn't want to show all of his awesomeness. Because let's face it, with that backstory, he was going to be fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. He's just he's just like, he's like, sometimes the only justice in this world is the justice you take. And then they're like, and that was it. That was the whole story. <laughs> they're just gently putting shotgun shells into the gun and then walking out of the road. You're like, well... Boy, that looks that looks We'll see him later, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I hated it. I hated this uh, the whole thing. As usual. Doesn't make sense. One one star. <laughs> it does kind yep. of make you question I don't know. It makes me question God's efficacy even within the terms of the Bible. I don't understand like it, It's like, you know, Rehoboam is in charge of more than just himself. Solomon is more than these are the kings of the country. When you fuck them over, you're, there's a lot of collateral damage in the mix. You know, it just seems like God's like, well, I'm going to make your son get into a fight and he's going to lose these. And there's that. But there's possibly people going to die over it. And there's a lot yeah. of people sitting. Certainly, he doesn't seem to care about the. Um, he doesn't care about putting in people who are going to lead Israel astray. It's not like he's very interested in maintaining israel by keeping strong sensible godlike leaders in place seems he just like yeah them. it it definitely uh draws into question um his right to be god <laughs> should we uh depose Let's him kill his ass anyway yeah. so <laughs> Let's vote so don't uh, don't vote for god this november yeah, folks just i think we can all agree just on right that. in harambe it worked so good last time <laughs> hey yo What's our fucking email? Uh, Is that all, all we right, got well, now? If you, you can't follow us on Twitter still. Wait, let me check. This would be fun, right? If it works now and I can tell people to follow us. 
uh, switch to Revelations. Nope, no, we're still suspended. So you can email us. All right, great. At irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. I'm working on making us a new Twitter handle. Right, okay. Just give up. I don't know if that's legal. Yeah, just move around. I don't know if that's legal or not, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, yeah, send us an email, though. Elon, if you're listening, could you please let us know before you uh, plant a short Tesla next time? I wouldn't mind getting a piece of the action myself, by the way. Do you think he's a listener? I know he's not. He's probably too busy uh, having... Do you think he's having a mental breakdown? I, I, I kind of wonder about Elon. People are saying he's I, like, I wouldn't be surprised. bipolar or whatever. I don't know. He definitely has some weird shit going on in his head. Did we ever find out if that diver was a pedo? Oh, that diver is definitely... That's the one thing Elon's been right yeah, about. Maybe he's right about it all. Uh, I think he was right. He was like, you know, I think Tesla's stock too high. And lo and behold, it went down. It definitely was too what high. What a fucking profit. And that guy... Hey, I'm going on the record. That guy's a pedophile. Yeah. If he wasn't before, now that <laughs> now that it has been spoken by the prophet... He is that he probably probably it's like probably that's like his subtle magic is that he says things that aren't true and then they become true. Like he's like, I get you're I bet you're a fucking pedo. And he's like, well, I better look into it. How would I know if I'm he's like the guy was like, how would I know if I'm a pedo or not? If I don't check out a bunch of child porn, he's like, oh, fuck, I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs>